This is exactly right. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the Detective Club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Ross Velez here. God, I am still not over Elvira. God, that was the coolest thing ever. And such a great episode. If you have not listened, please go back and listen to it. And I'm sure that there's a lot of uh, new people that have joined us. So hi, welcome. We've got tons of great interviews that you can check out. If you are new, join our Facebook group, which is called Ghosted by Roz Dresvelez on Facebook. It's a great place for you to give me your ghost stories for me to read here on the show. I recently got a post in there that was brought to my attention by The Haunted Hillside. And it says, since the new Netflix movie about Ted Bundy is in the news, I felt that this would be appropriate to share. The infamous serial killer Ted Bundy was executed at the Florida State Prison in 1989 by way of electric chair. However, guards of the prison claim Bundy's spirit never left. 
And so I wanted to look into that a little bit. And I found this article that is from Psychology Today. I think it was, it was posted in 2012. It was written by Catherine Ramsland, Ph.D., and she goes into what's, what these reports are of Mr. Ted Bundy. It says, in 2001, a guard from the Florida State Prison where Bundy spent his final days told a reporter that shortly after Bundy was put to death, several guards saw his ghost sitting casually on the electric chair. The guard described Bundy's expression as a knowing smile, as if he knew something important about the afterlife that they didn't. If a guard tried to approach him, he'd disappear. The man telling the story said that there were so many sightings at one point that the warden couldn't find anyone willing to enter the execution chamber alone. Bundy also showed up around his holding cell on death row. To some guards, he'd say, Well, I beat all of you, didn't I? Presumably, he meant he'd beaten them to the other side. However, his spirit apparently travels. It's reportedly been seen around the Chi Omega sorority house where he committed the murders that earned him two of his death sentences. In addition, he's been spotted on the porch of the building in Tallahassee, where he rented a room under a false name. So this guy's everywhere. And actually, funny enough, well, it's not really funny, but ironically, uh, there was just a couple of headlines made about the actress Lily Collins, who's in that new movie with Zac Efron, uh, here's, a, here's a headline from People magazine that was just posted on the 3rd of May. It says, Lily Collins believes the ghost of Ted Bundy's victims this time visited her while preparing for the movie. She says, I would go downstairs and have a cup of tea, trying to figure out why I had woken up again, Collins said. I started being awoken by flashes of images, like the aftermath of a struggle. Curious about what she was experiencing, Collins said she turned to research to try to understand what was happening. I discovered that 3 a.m. is the time when the veil between the realms is the thinnest, so one can be visited, and one can be visited, Collins said. I didn't feel scared. I felt supported. I felt like people were saying, we're here listening. We're here to support. Thank you for telling our story. Well... Guys, it is Drag Queen Day here, and you are joined by not one, not two, but three drag queens, me if you count me, uh, for the price of none, really. Uh, we actually have two interviews. The first interview is with two of my dearest friends in the drag world. I'm so lucky to have them in my life. We are joined by Jackie Bead and Sherry Vine, who nowadays are known uh, very well for their stage parody shows in Los Angeles. So we'll be talking about that a little bit throughout the interview. That's actually uh, one of the ways that I know them. I work with them a ton doing Golden Girls. They do like live stage uh, parodies of Golden Girls. And, oh, gosh, they just did The Facts of Life, which they talk about. And um, 
Gosh, what else have we done? Who's the Boss, Designing Women. And uh, the theater that we do that at is the Cavern Club Theater, which we talk about, which apparently is a little little bit haunted. It seems like it's like mildly haunted. And so we'll talk about that in the episode. So I hope you enjoy this interview. Here's the first one with Jackie Beat and Sherry Vine. Uh, we are joined now by Jackie Beat and Sherry Vine. Hi, Ross. Hi. <laughs> We're in full drag. That's, uh, that's right. I. That's what I say every episode. You, you'd be surprised how many people tell me, like, I can't see that you're you're not in drag. I can't see it. They don't yeah. like it. You can tell by our voices. That's We're right. in full you can drag. Tell. I only yeah. talk like this when I'm in drag. It's yeah. It's <laughs> when you're tucked, you get this kind of a voice. <laughs> I am so thrilled to be here for a little while. I thought maybe I had been ghosted. What do you mean? Of well, course you're going to be here. You know, you're just, just so busy. I just... uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> For people that, uh, you know, are new to drag, maybe they only know drag from TV, mm. stop what you're doing and Google Jackie Beat and Sherry Vine because these are icons and legends. Aww. And I'm honored mm. to call them friends. And we could die at any minute, so let's That's put right. a fire under this. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, listen, we're here to talk about ghosts. Ooh, boo. I'm terrified. <laughs> we have a funny video parody, actually, of Ghostbusters. Oh, that's right. Tuckbusters. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. The the three of us work a lot together in the Cavern Club Theater at Casita del Campo. Mm-hmm. We actually had our mutual dear friend, Selene Luna, come in here. Oh. And she talked to us about her bachelorette party that she had. Did you, do you know that story? Uh-uh. Yes, with Pleasant Gaiman. Yes. She had a bachelorette party. They did a session trying to contact any spirits in the basement, and they did pick up some voices um, requesting margaritas. (laughs) 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 But I believe Selene. I mean, because you know Selene, she doesn't believe a lot. She's a skeptic. She's a Uh skeptic, yes. And she's like, I heard it. Clear as day. So anyway, we we all That's work in that so theater funny. a lot. And I'm somebody that, you know, I usually can walk into a place and be like, OK, this place is haunted. I assume that every theater is haunted, but I've never had any feelings or experiences in that theater. But what about you guys? Oh, lots of people have. Well, we've both died on stage there. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I have never really felt anything until... Recently, last weekend, what? Yes. <clears throat> what happened? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I don't want to tell someone else's story, but you know, we were doing the facts of life, and Drew Drogi played uh, Mrs. Garrett, and so he was off stage, kind of watching us through the crowd, and he said, just out of nowhere, clear as day, right behind him, he heard a little girl say, "I want socks." <laughs> And he turned around thinking, like, who is it? And there was no one there. And then later, I think it was that same night, I was, um, we have a bottle of Tabasco sauce. It's a big joke in the show. And I fill it up with uh, tomato juice and I put a straw in it and I suck it, the whole thing down. It's like a joke. Anyway, and we just thought if we leave it there, the guy who cleans is going to throw it away thinking it's garbage so we were all the lights were off everybody was gone it was me and sam pancake and uh i said oh we need to get that tabasco bottle and it's you know across the room on the stage anyway i 
said, get your phone and turn the light on. And then I heard somebody say something in the booth, which was like in the far back corner, you know, the, the tech booth. And I was like, is, is JT the sound guy back there? And he was. I didn't hear what they said. This is a terrible story. Here's the good thing. It's, no, all, uphill from, it's all uphill from here. <laughs> and then what happened? Nothing. Oh, I heard okay. a voice. Can't tell you what it said. But wait, the, the, with the little girl. Was yeah. it a little girl? It was a little girl, and it turns out that a little girl... It was girl, not a little girl's voice that I heard. Uh-huh. But Drew heard at the socks, and it turns out that a little girl had died there in a fire. That's the story. I don't know if it's confirmed. They said that it used to be a church or something. Uh-huh. It was a kitchen down there. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, I've heard people tell <laughs> stories down there, but it's interesting how much time... Like at least the three of us have spent, and and not much has happened until like recently. Yeah. I wonder what that is. That's so. It interesting. could just be a bad chillerieno. Let's be honest. <laughs> like <laughs> making its revenge. Yeah. What was that noise? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You're Did my stomach a... just say I want socks? Gassy ghost. You also kind of have to be, I think, in a receptive state. So maybe she's running around when we're getting ready for Golden Girls, but where no one's listening. Well, it was all bottoms in that show. Sherry, you're always in a receptive state. We were ready to receive. Come on. (laughs) I want. And there was a whole thing about socks in the Facts of Life, (gasps) which was interesting. There's a whole, like, we all had to wear, like, girl tube socks and... Dan- wasn't it Danielle brought in like all these different rainbow rainbows socks. and different things and so it was oh, weird oh and we had this whole thing where I was deciding whether I was right. going to wear socks, socks or, or not. not so it's kind of just fitting that the girl I didn't even like, think of that now I'm getting the little felt, girl was there the whole time and she she's like I want left socks out. exactly I want socks. I want socks oh my god so yeah <laughs> Okay, well, this is my I first... I have not been this terrified by hosiery since I shared a dressing room with Lady Bunny. Since <laughs> you had to wash your Google Lady out. Bunny. I don't wash my hose. <laughs> All right, so this is my first uh, episode that I've had two guests at the same time. Mm. So, I want to hear some ghost stories. Mm-hmm. How should we do this? Should one of you go first? Uh, I should probably should you go guys f- yeah. first. Mud wrestle because I'm the bigger star. No, I'm just <laughs> totally joking. <laughs> Age no, I, before beauty. I might have uh, more stories than you. Yeah, probably. Well, I was gonna say then after my mom passed away, I was performing in San Francisco and I was staying at this. Uh, Pretty cheap, kind of crappy hotel. Heclina brought you up. Uh, hello. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, no, they, they later turned it into the Vertigo Hotel. They completely redid it because they actually filmed, you know, a the scene. Movie Vertigo? Yeah, yeah. It was where um, Judy Barton, uh, Kim Novak's character, lived. She's like <sighs> a, a, you know has no money and anyway she's an actress so uh spoiler alert she plays more than one part so anyway (laughs) i'm in the room and i'm just kind of like in a shitty mood and just like uh fucking you know working for heckelina no (laughs) no i was just like i don't know what i was and i was just like mom i'm like you know i feel you around me i said but if you are really here like show me a sign and the tv in the other room went on what yeah, it was like a little two-room thing, and it just went, just came on. I was like, oh, my God. No, seriously. I was Hi, like, Mom. oh, my God. Anyway. Did you so, say anything? 
I was like, like hi, hi, message received. Well, I mean, <laughs> I knew. Like I said, that's the first thing I said was, I feel you, because mm-hmm. I tell people it's like you know, before my mom died, I would be here in. Los Angeles, and she was in Scottsdale, Arizona. And, you know, if I wanted to talk to her, you had to call her. And, you know, like she was actually in a place because she was alive. And the moment someone dies, I don't know if you you feel them with you. Yeah. I feel the same way about my dogs. Totally. I Mm -hmm. do. Yeah. Have you guys been to psychics? Psychic mediums or? I have. Mm, I went to a psychic extra large once. (laughs) Do you get it? You said medium and I... Oh, I get that's it. That's why I'm here. Oh, dear. Well, we actually have a psychic coming in here. Oh, pretty cool. like a, a, next week. I can't wait. Oh, I will say one thing though. A million years ago, I was at Candy Ass's house, the drag queen Candy Ass, and her friend was a numerologist, and she said, "Do you want me to do a quick reading on you?" And I said, "Sure." And she's like, "Okay, what's your name?" And I said, "Did well, she I... read you like Hi. a drag queen?" She Hi. said, first of all, honey, those shoes, shoes mom." Yeah. You could put on a little lipstick. No. <laughs> no, she said, what? She's like, what's your name? And I was like, this was right when I started doing Jackie Beat. And I said, well, should I do my real name or my stage name? And she's like, well, which one do you want to know about? And I said, Jackie Beat. So she's like, you know, writes down the name and she's doing this. And she goes, the name Jackie Beat is all about the written word. And this was before I'd even written you know i was like just performing and you know anyway and i was like really that i don't okay you know kind of (laughs) and then you know that means something well yeah i mean of all you know most drag queens i think i'm kind of best known for writing that's true totally yeah so there you go you've always written though since i've known you yeah but you know i just was like but you didn't choose that name with the intent of it being a writer Meaning writing, well, I didn't right? Think, I didn't think of myself as a uh, writer. Okay. Yeah. And the only thing I wrote was like stupid little things that I did, which, you know, is writing, but not for other people. And it's or... changed how? Oh, I don't know. I went on to write for Joan Rivers, Rose. <laughs> now we're going back to reading. Elvira. Okay. <laughs> Heard she was here. She was. Where'd she sit? She sat where where Sherry's sitting. Oh, I can feel her ghost right Right. here. I have a similar, like, um, a similar story with the, with my sister, Uh where I was, she was killed in a car accident and I didn't like deal with it. I was like, kind of put in the position of taking care of my mom, my parents. So I just kind of didn't deal with it. And then I went to go to USC. So this is the first time I lived in LA. And we were doing all of these, like, you know, it was very intense, the master's program. So it was like 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. was like breathing stuff where you just lie there and did all this body awareness, all this kind of stuff, which I'd never done before. And I started like, you know, I'd wake up and like see people's auras and colors and stuff. It was so cool. And then I'd, at night I'd hear these voices talking to me and I I'm saying to ask, saying, telling this to the teacher, and she was like, "Oh, that's wonderful. They're trying to talk to you." And I was like, "Okay," and it wasn't scary at all, um, but it just felt like I was kind of like in this very like I was having out of body experiences all the anyway, and it was a very short period of time that that was happening because as soon as I started to focus on wanting it to happen, mm-hmm. it went away. Interesting. So um, it's like me with sex. <clears throat> as soon as you start, it's gone. <laughs> So anyway, I was like, just kind of like starting, I think, to like have go through the grief process. And I was lying in bed one night and I just literally wasn't even 
dreaming. I don't remember dreaming at all. I just woke up and I turned around and I was like, Paige? Because like she was in the room and she just was like, don't worry, everything's okay. You just heard that voice or did you see her? Her voice. I didn't see her, but I felt like I saw this shape of her. Yeah. And I was like, okay. She's like, yeah, just tell mom I'm okay. Wow. And it was, and then I sat there and it wasn't like, oh, was I dreaming that? I was like completely awake I, and aware. I, I just feel like the power of yeah. that is the simplicity. Like sometimes you have a dream that is almost more terrifying because it is so innocuous. And I'm right. not saying, I'm just saying, I'm not saying that you were dreaming, but like, I've had dreams where it's like right out of a horror movie right, and it's right. scary, but then you have these other dreams where people say that like it's very quiet and very subtle and it makes no sense, you know, it's a little more David Lynch than, you know, Rob <laughs> Zombie. Anyway, so that really gets me to yeah, hear that. And the thing that was the uh the thing also that I feel like that I know it wasn't a dream that it was like I felt that I just after that completely was like oh okay wow like I was like fine done yeah I mean that makes sense it's closure it's yeah well and it's, it's also really it's so interesting how like you didn't see her but you can feel that she's there because I think we someone just, was in that room well it was like, clearly her I mean totally it's it's interesting how like you just don't think about it like we're all alive give or take a little bit but we're in <laughs> we're some of us more than others yes, exactly <laughs> but we can feel that each other is here you know but you know if if one of us wasn't here we would still feel it like yeah. if you whatever. I feel I like there's know. I know that I don't know what I'm she's saying. always around my best friend Doug who passed away is always like around sometimes things happen we're like oh thanks queen like Totally. I have a similar story about, uh, well, uh, like, okay, years ago, I broke up with my boyfriend, Michael, and he moved out, and it was his place. I had moved in with him literally like a week after we met. It was just like, this is on. Like, this is, you know, my man. <laughs> so, moved in with him. So, when he moved out, he took like everything. I was sleeping on a mattress on the floor. I decided to redo the bedroom by painting it black. Oh. Like all the walls, the ceiling. Like I really wasn't making a conscious choice like I'm goth or I'm depressed. I guess I was just like really fucking depressed and it came out in the redecorating process. So I'm in a completely black room. <laughs> on the floor. Miserable on a mattress on the floor, on my side, sleeping. And I sort of feel something, and I open my eyes, and I see cloven hooves, like right in front of my fucking face. Uh, what are you talking about? I'm not kidding you. And I am terrified, like I can't no. breathe. And I look up, and there is the most gorgeous Satan. Like, that's the only word I can say. Like, Satan, right out of... like. Right out of central casting, but like the blueprint of my lust. Like if they said, you know, weird science, build like the most gorgeous man you've ever seen in your life. Sort of swarthy, Latino, you know, like just fucking gorgeous. But what do you mean? Like his face, but he had hooves? I don't get... 
he had like hooves, but then it was a man's torso and So it was like a centaur. Yeah, sort of like that. I mean, I just remember when I first opened my eyes seeing that and then looking up and seeing and he had his, his arms crossed and he was looking right at me, like boring through my soul, and without speaking, he sort of asked like, "So, we going to do this?" And I closed my eyes and I went, "No." No, 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 no. Just like no, and then I opened my eyes and gone. Do you what? Said yes, you would like be sort of here like right you're gonna now. sign up for the you know yeah, like you're, you're sell you're, your soul. Yeah, just sort yeah, of like you you're, shut you're, up. You're I know. God, you wouldn't be here. You'd be that's how people that's how people join the Illuminati <laughs> and become <laughs> headlining stars around the world. Mm, that was I'm your joking. opportunity. Sorry, I'd rather. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Sherry, I know you told me a story one time about a stair incident. Yes. You were on the stairs. Someone stared at you? Someone stared me down. This one is, oh, it's so... Unbelievable? It's all so unbelievable. Yeah, but really, I have proof. Like, I have a witness have who a witness. was there. And we, we'll call Bobby Miller. It was in New York City and... When was this? It was mid-90s because... Oh, I wish I was in New York. We in the were doing Bardo. We did Bardo on You'd Tuesdays. You'd probably be dead. Yeah, yeah that's true. We did Bardo on Tuesdays. Me, Joey, and sorry, me, Joey, and Raven O. And then we'd always go to Jackie Sixty after. So this one night we went there, and it was Jackie Sixty, and they had it would be packed like you couldn't move, and the bathrooms were downstairs, and anything naughty was downstairs. So of course I'm heading downstairs, and <laughs> then the staircase was really narrow and steep, like a treacherous staircase anyway. And I always remember we always had to hold on to the rail and walk slowly in heels. So many clubs it, are like that. Yeah, like the people going just... both ways, pitch dark. Anyway, I'm with Bobby Miller and who is like the, you know, he's a poet and brilliant wig stylist and everything. He's in P-Town now. And he's... We're walking down the stairs, and he's ahead of me, and he gets to the bottom of the stairs, and he turns around, and I'm only, like, on the third or fourth step down, and literally trip, and I'm falling, and all of a sudden, I'm not kidding, I floated down the stairs and landed completely on my feet (laughs) at the bottom of the stairs in his face, and he was like, you just floated down those stairs. I saw you and I thought she's going to die now. Like how how far down? I was two or three steps down. From the top? Yeah. You were two or three steps from the Into top? Into it, right. Wow. I floated the entire way down and I felt something under me, like a hand or something under me. And I mean, it was, it just wasn't like teetering or fl- flopping around, falling. I literally just was like, someone picked me up and put me back down. Do and it again. He, he you do that on stage. I just will never forget that. I had like stood there like, am I alive? And he's like, you just fucking floated. I watched you not touch the ground, float down those stairs. That is so cool. I get 
<laughs> shivers because I think if it was me, like how strong would that ghost have to be? <laughs> There'd be two of them. There'd be a few. <laughs> uh, sorry, no. bitch. You're too heavy. Stop. You're going to die tonight. Well, you know, we might not float. Just let them. <laughs> You're dumb. That was a test and you failed it. Sorry. You guys laughed really hard and you're mean. Yes, yeah, we that's are. My, that's my big story. That is so... So do you have a theory or... Oh, I'm sure it was my sister or Doug or someone. You're like, yeah. Yeah. I could like physically feel something holding me. I mean, it could even just be a spirit that was in that location. It could be I some mean, queen that, you know, died down there that was like, totally. this bitch is too fierce. I'm not I mean, letting I her go. I should have been dead. And the look on his face... <laughs> I'm sure it was some ghost there that was like, I don't want to spend eternity with this Yeah, bitch. right? We're going to be stuck with her. <laughs> <laughs> we are at capacity oh down here, God, bitch. That Sherry Vine never shuts the fuck up. <laughs> I'm going to save her the hope that she takes voice lessons. and. Um, I have another quickie, if you we have are time. interested. Well, you know, I was best friends with Alexis Arquette. And I, first of all, I just want to say that I, Alexis comes to me all the time in dreams now. What do you all mean? the time. Just, I dream that, like, hey, girl. And I'm like, hey. Like, oh, I'm fine. I love yeah, that. Yeah, just that. So that's a general thing that happens quite frequently. But um, a million years ago, and this is, like, not ghosty, but, you know, it's kind of a psychic connection. I think I told you this recently, Sherry. We would, back in the day when you had a landline, you would call people. First of all, you didn't have to schedule it. Like, can I call you? you <laughs> right. call. Friends called each other all the time, and you actually picked up the phone. So I called Alexis, or she called me, and we were just talking. And you would be on the phone for, like, hours, literally hours, yeah. and long silences, and then, like, you know, somebody's eating chips and then, you know, oh, lighting a cigarette and just like, you know, it's almost like you're spending time together. So we were talking and she was going through some stuff and cleaning up and organizing. And I was, you know, I don't even remember. But I just remember at one point she said, guess what I have in my hand right now? And seriously, without even thinking, I blurted out a rhinestone pin that says Aspen. Bitch dropped the phone. I was like, hello? Hello? And then she's like, uh, Jackie. And I was like, what? Seriously? I was like, what? I don't even know why I said that. She's like, I'm holding a fucking pin in my hand right now. She's like, God damn it. Seriously, like what? How did... It says Aspen. It is a rhinestone pin. How did you know that? I was like, I have no idea. I think that when... I, well, because I think everything's meant to be, and I think that for whatever reason, two souls being together in each other's lives and being super close uh, as friends or lovers or whatever, I think it's all meant to be. And I think that because of that, things like that happen all the time. I mean, I'm sure things with the two of you happen all the time like that, whether you realize it or not. Sam and I, stuff like that happens all the time where we just scream. We're like, how yeah. could that have happened? And I notice, I, I told Muffy, my, my good friend Muffy Bolding, like, recently tons of stuff like that has been happening seriously yeah. and i said i told her when i get tired it really kicks in because right. you're not thinking you blurt things out you just say things so when you you're receptive said, yeah. when you said earlier like you kind of want it like when you want it to happen it doesn't yeah so if i haven't had enough sleep it's like comedy i think when you haven't had a lot of sleep 
it's the best. Yeah, yeah. you'll just blurt out anything and uh, let go. Say, yeah, I've always kind of wanted to get like find a way to kind of get back in touch with like the out of body experiences and stuff because it was so cool and fun. Yeah, and you said that so you were doing like breathing exercises and. And that sort of a thing? Yeah, and it's the first time I had done stuff like that. Like deep relaxation and body awareness work. Uh-huh. Yeah. You need that again. <laughs> deep relaxation. <laughs> you really do, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to play a little game. Oh, I love games. It's called EVPs or EV Please. Okay. Do you know oh, what an EVP is? Queen of branding. No. Thank you. Yes, an EVP is an electronic voice phenomenon. That's right. Oh, yeah. Work. Okay. So, Honey, do you know who you're dealing with? Work. So essentially, coast it's, to coast. It's when people uh, record a ghost. Now, here's what I like to do. I like to go on the internet and find people's, you know, ghost recordings, and I only like to take. Uh, videos where they say this is what the ghost said and I want you to guess what they think the ghost said okay 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 now I'm scared this, I'm creeped out well this first one that we're gonna do okay so there's this man that I'm obsessed with on YouTube his name is Charlie Chittenden paranormal and he's this British guy and he does so there's there's Two, like, very popular ways to record essentially an EVP. One of the ways is a spirit box, which uses radio frequency. Uh, basically, it it's a lot more loud uh, when, we, when we listen to it, and it's a lot more immediate. So, like, you could actually record a ghost, and you could hear it in the room right now. As right. opposed to other ones, you record it, and then you play it back, and it's only on the recording, but you didn't hear it in person. Yeah, those are the ones that freak me out. It's right. like, yes. we were there, and we did not hear a thing, right. and then later we played it back. Yeah, so first we're going to do a spirit box. Now, this guy... It's a weird thing. There's, it's really popular on YouTube. The second that some celebrity dies, you go to YouTube and there's tons of videos of people with spirit boxes talking to the celebrity. Wow. Yeah. Like literally at any dead celebrity, there's, there's videos out there. Spirit box to me sounds like a cheerleader who's not wearing panties. You stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so th- I just wanted to lighten the we mood a little because I'm terrified. Set one up at Casita. Yeah, totally. Just let it run. Yeah. Uh, so, but this guy, he does every, every single celebrity. I mean, we're talking Benjamin Franklin, honey. We're talking rappers. And I got right here in my hot little hand, Don Knotts. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Barney Fife. Come on. Okay. So Wait, what's incredible his name on Mr. Limpid. On Three's oh, Company. Mr. Furley. Furley. Mr. Furley. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I. I included a little bit of Charlie talking, and then and okay. then uh, then you're gonna hear uh, a little. Bl- it's kind of a robotic little blip, but it's apparently it's Don not saying something. So here we go. Don Knotts was born on July the twenty first, nineteen twenty four, in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. And here it is. Okay. So I'm gonna play that again. Yeah. <laughs> me. So, yeah. Is there, <laughs> Wait, you, I honestly, it didn't sound like a it word. Sound like a me. Uh, yeah. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, because he was on Andy Griffith. Otis. No. Um, I that did not sound like a word. It to didn't me. sound okay. like a word. Well, here's one of the ones. It, it, it sounded like here's, sounds. Here's a couple of choices. Was it A? 
that's not true. No. B, I hate you. C, sorry, boo. Or D, get in the mood, bitch. <laughs> None of the above. Um, Which is something that we all say. I'm sure that that guy thinks it was number two, I hate you. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like there are only two syllables anyway. So I don't know. There's some, sorry, but, there is just something so funny to me. there is a psychic connection here oh. because we're doing Three's Company that last week of June at Casita. Oh, my God. I would love to do oh, it. Thank you guys for asking. Good work, Sherry. <laughs> um, oh, you got to love a promotional whore. <laughs> I just thought there's something so funny about this guy trying to contact him, and then he just goes, I hate you. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, but I do believe that that guy captures a lot of voices. You should listen to his channel. It's great. Okay, here's the next one. This one is more that recorded voice. It's, okay. a, it's a whisper type voice. And this was posted by Mike V at GPT on YouTube. And uh, he recorded this at the Prospect Mansion in Trinway, Ohio. It sounds like a human. Yes, but he that claims, sounds like a voice. Yeah, okay. but, but he says this is not a human. I heard the word master. Okay, one more time. Okay. You think I'm the master? Yeah, I definitely heard master. Okay, is it A... You're a dumb bastard. <laughs> B, that's not what I asked her. C, come to the master. Or D, come see Jackie Beat and Sherry Vine in Battle of the Bitches at Cavern Club <laughs> Theater Tuesday, May 14th at 8 p.m. I want to say C. I think it's the last one because <laughs> that's the scariest of them all. <laughs> no, um, Let's try it one more time. It definitely ends with master. It's come to the master. P.S. I'm fully turned on right now. To me, <laughs> it sounds like, and play it one more time, you think I'm the master? Come to the master. I heard an M. Come to the master. It's definitely master. Okay, I don't like this. Either way, it's master and it's... <laughs> I'm, I just want to say it's in the middle of the day on Friday in Burbank, <laughs> and I'm terrified right now. Well, you only get two. Oh, oh fuck this show. Like, well, where know, where are you? But I seriously, I spend hours at my home trying to find good ones, and it's terrifying. The more you listen to that stuff when you're alone at night. True, true. Hey, do you guys have anything you want to plug? Um, Promote anything well, got, coming out soon? We've got Battle of the Bitches on Tuesday, May 14th. At, yeah, I heard a ghost talking about that. At Casita Del Campo. Oh, we have an EVP of uh, regarding that, <laughs> that the show is based on. I'm going to play it. Ready? I'm the master. No. <laughs> no, this is the EVP that goes with our show. It's all about poop. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should do ASMR. Uh, uh. AMSR. Oh, you're, that, so your whole show is about poop. Not about poop. Yeah, we just decided to kind of be shameless and go there. I did that once. I did it, uh, f- you know, for one night only, Bar becomes Bar, And it was a 90-minute <laughs> show. It was all my songs about poop, and I handed out brown hankies. Yeah, between and, the two of us, we could do two days worth of yeah. parody, poop parodies. <laughs> and then the last week of June, we're doing Three's Company, Me, Jackie, and Mario. Fun. And then in August, the first two weeks of August, the Golden Girls will be back. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, 
The key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, honey. And June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, the two of them, you know, they they really they really like to go there. So make sure you check out those live shows that they've got. And they're going to be hitting the road. They're going to go to Tel Aviv. So check out their websites and also um, their Jackie Beat and Cherry Vine on all social media. So I hope you can check them out because they truly are drag legends. Now, I was also joined in studio by another friend that I've worked with who is a star of RuPaul's Drag Race. And she's going to tell us a little bit about her experience with the Ouija board. Here's Pandora Box. Ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by Pandora Box. Hi. Hi. I was waiting for the applause, but... Oh, they're the, applauding. Don't yeah. worry. They're speechless. <laughs> just, um, how are you? I'm good. I'm so happy you're here. I don't see you very often. I know. I'm excited to be here. Where were you just at? I saw you were in England, right? Yeah, I did a, a UK tour, a small little tour of my one woman, in quotes, show. Sure. Yeah, Out of the Box. Out of the box, great. No, any ghosts in in England? There's some old ghosts there. I'm sure there has to be. Yes, there's definitely ghosts of drag queen past. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> honey, we just had Jackie beating Cherry Vine in here. Well, talking nothing like waking the dead. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I had to get out the Ouija board just to get them here, honey. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, there's England has like some old castle ghosts and shit 
Yeah, I, I'm planning on making a trip out there and record because I like to record. I like to listen to the recordings of ghosts, and I love the English ones because they just sound like even more proper or <laughs> sometimes like a little bitchy, and I like that. Yeah, well, each city you could definitely tell has been around for a long time. There's just yeah. the, just walking the streets. There's just history all around, which was really cool. I didn't get to do very much though because it's like with a tour, you're kind of like do the show, do the show. I had a couple days off, but then. I don't know. I went to Primark. That was my big. I'm like, I want to go to Primark. <laughs> Wait, what is that? It's like a, it's like a fancier Target. Oh, in the UK, and you can get things really cheap, and so nice. And I just buy boy clothes there because I never buy them. Sure. Because I'm always dressed like a woman. So I I'm know. Like, oh, I'm that's go right. Here. I know. I forget that we like our boys during the day. <laughs> Whoops. Got three outfits. Uh, where are you from? You're from New York. Yeah, I was born in Jamestown, New York, and then I uh, became gay in Rochester, New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, where, w- Jamestown, New York, are there any, um, is there any folklore or any, like, local ghost legends? Um, I don't know if there is, but there is, uh, but Lucille Ball was born there. Oh, that's something. Yeah. So, when have you encountered a ghost? You believe in ghosts. You've you've had experiences. Um, when I was a kid, I believed in in all of it. I don't mm. know now as a cynical adult. I don't know. I believe there's something, but I don't know if I what I believe. Yeah. But I I love a good horror movie and and horror story and ghost stories and and yeah. When I was a kid, I was very into the occult and ghost stories and horror movies and all of it and uh, and the Ouija board. <gasps> so, Did you ever use one? Yes. Uh, several times, my f- a group of my friends and I uh, was my best friend, and I think like his sister and cousins, and there was a group of us, and we used the Ouija board a lot. A lot. Yeah, we were we were using it a lot, and I feel like we did kind of conjure something up. What do you mean? Well, just there was like a whole like there were stories that these ghosts would tell us through the Ouija board. Who? What? Okay, hold up. Okay, so you would contact just any, like, whoever wants to talk? Yeah, you know, you, you, you see, you're like, and f- give us a sign, or are you there, and you do the Ouija board, and... But you're not looking for someone specifically. No, we were just like, hey, yeah, who's hey, girls, <laughs> come scare us, and... uh there was one ghost named Heidi who was, like, died in the 50s, and... Uh, <gasps> And I think maybe like on her prom night, which is really like, oh my God, isn't this the the plot to prom yeah. night two? Hello, Mary Lou. But <laughs> yeah. so maybe my subconscious mind was like, ooh, this is the ghost. But yeah. <laughs> anyways, and gave us lots of backstory. And I remember trying to research it and I could never really find anything on this person. So I don't know if it was real or not. But we would get we would get scared because we're like, we think we're seeing things. But one time we used the Ouija board and this ghost, Heidi, had contacted us again. And we were walking down the street right after that. And there was a car from like the 50s in this like parked, but it wasn't actually parked where it's supposed to be parked. It was parked almost in the middle of the street. Just nobody in it, just randomly there. And we looked at it and we're like... Um, because she supposedly died in a car accident too. <gasps> it was just sitting there. Yeah, sitting there. Nobody inside. Nobody inside, and just not parked right. 
So it looked like, why would you park that far away from the curb? And Ghosts kind of in the notoriously of don't know how to park cars. <laughs> yes, I have heard that about them. <laughs> so yeah, we we and uh, we definitely contacted some other spirits, and I I definitely feel like I saw a ghost in my friend's house. My best friend's house was definitely haunted in really? Olean, in Olean, New York. This is where I grew up most of my youth. And yeah, his house, sometimes there would be, um, they would go to sleep and then they would get up in, in the morning and all the cupboard doors were open. Ooh, I hate that. <laughs> oh, that's like the poltergeist. Yeah, and I was definitely there when there were some like weird noises or weird, there was just a weird energy there sometimes. And yeah. I, and I think in, in generally in the town, because it's like, it's only in New York, it's the middle of nowhere. So once you die there, you're just like, well, I have no place else to go, I yeah. guess. <laughs> I'm going to be, be stuck here, so I'm going to haunt some people. Yeah, might as well make it fun. <laughs> yeah, so it was just, uh, it's kind of crazy. And, and I definitely think that my house was a little haunted as well. Definitely felt like there was something there we had a really scary basement it was a huge basement and it was like a, the size of the house and like a full huge basement and there were times i was when i was home alone i would lock the door the basement door i'm like because mm. uh-huh. a locked door definitely keeps ghosts out yeah yeah they can't walk through <laughs> that's what i heard you know? but wait you saw a ghost at your friend's house yeah, I, again, using the Ouija board, because we were using it a lot, so we were really getting ourselves scared, and because uh-huh. we did definitely feel like we had made contact with something, and I remember going upstairs because my friend's sister was, like, screaming because she saw something in the corner, and when we went up to look, there was, like, this weird, like, kind of light in the corner, and there was no windows. Or, there was nothing to shine that light there. It was, like, a weird energy aura and it was kind of, it's kind of freaky. I think yeah. it was close to that time that we're like, let's stop <laughs> using yeah. this Ouija board because um, we're one scaring the shit out of ourselves, even if, if this isn't real. And if two of it's real, um, we're gonna start some shit. Yeah, that's the problem. People open up that portal, and then who knows what that could bring. Yeah, they open that Pandora's box, there and you, you go. don't know what's going to come out. <laughs> it's so weird how that's like a child's game that like they sell at, you know, F- Toys R Us, which, yeah. rest in peace, Toys a- R Us. Ages but... eight and up. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, <laughs> hey, you want to contact spirits? Maybe you'll get possessed by a demon. As long as you're eight years old, you're fine. Yeah, seven-year-olds, stay away. Yeah. That is so creepy. But did that incident happen at this friend's house that his house was haunted or? Yeah, it happened at his house. Oh, God. That's a scary place to do it. Yeah. And uh, they they would tell me other stories about things that happened in the house. It was was weird. It didn't really feel like on a normal basis you were fine, but there were definitely times that there was something and that and there was like a forest behind his house too which nothing good happens in yeah the forest. there was a hill called suicide hill there and i don't know really know why it was but we would go sledding down it but i think that's why <laughs> because it was so steep that you're like oh, oh yeah mind, you're gonna die it's true but it was very and i had a forest behind my house too and would which would get very dark and foreboding walking around there during the day because it was the the woods were very thick and we found a, a shed out there, like a shack, that looked totally like uh, Jason Voorhees' house in yeah. Friday the 13th. And it was like abandoned and weird looking and terrifying. Yeah, I, f- I just feel like, I've said it before, I just don't think that adults 
like if you see a stranger in the forest, that's not like run. Like that's <laughs> like humans are. That's not their natural habitat. There's some some spookies going on out there. Yeah, and if you see an abandoned like shed house in the woods, you don't need to go and inspect Mm-mm. it. We did. We're like, mm, no, I've seen that movie. Yeah, exactly. It does not end well. So Heidi would open up cupboards. And she died in a car. Do you think that she was like running late to the prom? <laughs> and she's like, oh shit, I need to, I need to. Uh, she couldn't find her diaphragm and she's like <laughs> frantically. It's gotta be somewhere. I can't get pregnant tonight. It's gotta be in this kitchen. <laughs> and then she's like, ah, it's fine, whatever. I'll just hop in the car. They parked in the middle of the street. She realized she didn't have it. I don't know. I'm making up a fake story. <laughs> Well, do you want to play a game? Yeah, I would love to play a game. Okay, this game is called EVPs or EVPs. Here's the first one. This is going to be from a person named Italian Bear 1990. Grr. Grr. <laughs> uh, I, on YouTube. He recorded this in his apartment and. First, he's going to talk. He's going to say uh, something. It sounds like he says, I'm going to put my phone down real quick. And then a ghost cuts him off with a whisper. And tell me what you think he thinks this ghost whispers. My phone down. Do you hear it at the very end? I'm going to put my phone down. Okay, listen. My phone down. My phone down. Is it A, text me, <laughs> B, push me, D, pussy, <laughs> or C, wait, or the next one. I think I just called that C. Wait, C, pussy, or D, cookies. <laughs> Here, I'll play it again. Hold on I think that the ghost wants cookies. <laughs> According to this man, this is why I chose this one. He says that the ghost says, pussy. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen. He goes, I'm going to put my phone down. Pussy. Listen. My phone down. I can hear it. I can hear it too. I was between cookies and pussy. I, really, I was like, but hey, you know, maybe the ghost is either saying he's a pussy or ghosts are horny. I think I think he was saying, uh, I think because there was other things that sounded very hostile that the ghost was saying. So I think he was being, the ghost was being like pussy. Uh, yeah. Um, and the reason I chose that one is because it was in New York. It was in uh, Schenectady, Shen- New York. Schenectady. Schenectady. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a fun word. <laughs> Schenectady, pussy. Okay, so uh, here's the next one. This one is from Mike V at GPT. He kept he has captured some very very accurate sounding EVPs. This one he recorded in Potosi, Missouri, at a general store. Here we go. So it sounds a little loud at first. It's just kind of a little bit of static noise, but then mm. you hear a whisper. Mm. You heard it? I did hear it. Do you have any guesses? Um, it sounds like they say, oh, my God. 
Mm, okay, interesting. Is it is it A? Oh my God. B. No, you're not. <laughs> C. No, why, Todd? I don't know. Maybe she had a friend that was like named Todd, and I was like, Todd, why? Or D. Pandora box. <laughs> Here, we'll hear it again. You sticking with Oh My God? I think Oh My God. It although, is. It's Oh My God, and it sounds, you could hear it. Yeah. As much as I wanted it to be about Todd, I really think it's Oh My God. I really want the ghost to come back and be like, why? Oh my, Todd. Todd, come on! Jesus Christ, Todd. Fucking Todd. Okay, I also want, uh, before you head out of here, to read you a ghost story from our listeners. We have this incredible Facebook group that you all could find. It's called Ghosted by Roz Dressfulness on Facebook. And it's a great place for people to share ghost stories and um, talk about different things that are happening in the news paranormal wise and um, also they can compliment me there and here (laughs) is a story that came from Jennifer growing up we had the best dog ever his name was Samson and it was like he knew what I was feeling every moment he always sat below me when I was on the couch he slept he slept right outside my bedroom door. I couldn't have him in my room because of asthma and allergies. As Sam, as Sammy got older, his hips bothered him. Yellow Lab and German Shepherd mix. He would lean really hard on the door as he lowered himself to the floor for sleep times. Sometimes my door would open due to the force of his body weight. Sammy would then proceed to come in my room and stand directly in front of my bed, breathing his hot doggy breath right in my face. (laughs) That's my impression. I was always half asleep and would reach my hand out to push him away. Samson had been gone for almost 10 years now, and every now and then, Even though I've moved several times, I'll hear my bedroom door open and feel hot dog breath on my face. I'll instinctively reach out to push Sam away and there will be nothing. Creepy. It's kind of creepy, but it's also kind of cute. It is kind of, I guess. The way that she describes it, it's not very cute, though. That hot dog breath. hot dog breath. It makes me think of uh, there's a movie where uh, spoiler that they think the house is haunted, but it's actually been somebody like living in the walls. Oh, I've seen that movie. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, that's when I'm like, girl, there is someone living in your wall right now. That's who's breathing on your face. Actually, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a really famous slumber party story. I'm gonna tell you this, and maybe you've heard it before. This is like a completely fictional slumber party story, but it used to keep me up at night. And you know, it's a slumber party story, so of course everyone has a different version of it. If you have a different version that's drastically different, but slightly similar, put it in the Facebook group, I wanna hear it. But okay, here it is. (laughs) It's not really a ghost story, but it goes along with being creeped out. Okay, so this little girl's having a slumber party. She's got all the friends over at the house. And they're watching the news, and the news is talking about how this psycho killer has escaped, and he's on the loose. 
and they're like, oh, that's scary. Turn it off. Like, whatever. Let's just, like, go to bed and, like, let's just have a good night and, like, we'll braid each other's hair later or whatever. But, like, right now we're just going to go to bed. So then they all go to bed. They're, like, kind of starting to sleep and they hear something in the house. And so the girls get all scared and they're like, listen, guys, my dog is right next to the bed. He's going to protect us. If ever we get nervous, I'll just put my hand down. The dog will lick it. We'll be fine. We'll be good to go. They're like, okay, you're right. So then they hear something in the middle of the night, put the hand down. Dog licks it. They're like, okay, we're fine. Everything's fine. The next morning they wake up. Have you heard this story? I don't know. I don't it's think so, so actually. It's so fucking creepy. <laughs> I can't I'm already believe creeped out a I used bit, to... But... I heard this way too young, too. It's so scary. <laughs> okay, so they wake up the next morning. They go into the bathroom, and there's blood on the mirror, and it says, humans can lick, too. Ah! Isn't oh, that terrifying? Yuck. Oh. I hate that story. Oh my god, it's horrible. It's all a fictional story. It's all fake, as far as I know. What <laughs> is it? All right, Pandora, we're gonna wrap this one up. Okay. Any other ghost stories? Anything else you want to say? Um, I don't know. I don't think I have any other ghost stories. I mean, I'm haunted by my past, but that's <laughs> different. Haunted by my exes. <laughs> Yeah, all the exes I killed do still haunt me. But. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, what do you got going on? Anything you want to promote or anything? Let the people know. Um, well, the best way to find out is to go to my website, PandoraBox.com. Uh, there's two X's in box because the extra X marks the spot. Ooh. Uh, and everything's on there, like links to my Facebook and Instagram. and My tour schedule's on there. I'm always traveling and, and doing shows and... Uh, um, and yeah, I'm working on a, a new podcast, but uh, um, so look for that. But okay. I, won't, I won't say anything more about it yet. Okay, <laughs> Until it actually, like, do we do it? You know, it's kind of like you don't want to jinx the project. Sure. So it's called Ghosting by Pandora Box, <laughs> and she's ripped off my entire concept. Yeah. Great. Totally. Can't wait. Well, thanks for joining me. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having me. Well, that concludes Drag Queen Day here at Ghosted. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, As always, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the show. It's also a great place to leave your ghost stories for me to read on the show. But if you don't have a ghost story, hey, just tell us something nice that you like about the show. I would love to read it. Um, Also... You know, you can follow us on Facebook. There's a Facebook page and a Facebook group. The group is the one where we are more interactive. And that's um, all called Ghosted by Roz Dresfales. I am on Instagram at Roz Dresfales. And I have a Facebook page for myself, too, Roz Dresfales. I am going to be at the world-famous Hollywood Improv this Saturday for my comedy game show, The Once Over. We'll be celebrating former podcast guest Sam Pancake's birthday. So come on down. It's going to be a blast. It usually always sells out. Lorraine Newman, who was in the original cast of SNL, she's going to be performing as well. So I can't wait. And a bunch of other hilarious comedians. I'll be hosting Ross Matthews' drag Tastic Bubbly Brunch. I always mess up that name. Dragtastic Bubbly Brunch, which is at Rockwell in Los Feliz, California, east side of Los Angeles. And that is on the 18th of May. 
at 12 p.m. And I'm going to be in a show called Virgin, which is part of the Hollywood Fringe Festival. It's a really funny play. Check that out. I'll have links on my Instagram for how you can buy tickets. Well, I guess that about does it. We'll be joined by a psychic this week, so I can't wait to uh, talk to him and get some answers. So tune in for that. Hopefully that'll be next week's episode. As always, I love you all, both living people and dead people. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! Starbanks Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.